We all want to live a magical life, and that starts with feeling good in our body and our mind. Joining me now is functional health specialist, Magic Barkley. She is raising two kids on the autism spectrum. She lost 150 pounds, and she's a cancer survivor and a former race car driver. Too much for me to even explain. So I will let her do it and tell you what she's doing now. Thanks for joining us, Magic. Thanks for having me, Robin. It's so great to be here. I just want to say, even First, though I have it's to say, early in the morning. Name. It's 5 a.m. for you there. That's unbelievable. It is. <laughs> it's in the afternoon here. So thank you for joining us all the way from Australia. Love the name. That's your your, your name that you were born with, Magic. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you're trying to create for people, a magical life. But let's just rewind and give us an overview of your background because it is so interesting. I can't even, I don't even know where to begin. So I'll let you explain. <laughs> Okay, so I was a race car driver. I was skinny. I had everything I wanted in the world. I had a few issues, like I was a bit of an alcoholic and I had some eating disorders. But, you know, otherwise I was really, really happy with myself and my life. And fast forward a little bit, I get married, get pregnant, have to stop driving cars. And when my first son came into the world, it was a whirlwind. I was suddenly a lot bigger. And I mean, like I doubled, tripled, in fact, in size. And I had some health conditions. But I looked at my child and I went, hmm, something's not right here. Other babies aren't doing what you're doing. So I had a second baby because I thought maybe his behavior is because he's an only child. (laughs) And then some things are going on with the second baby. Fast forward a couple of years, they're both diagnosed on the autism spectrum. And I went, right, light bulb moment here. I've got a road ahead of me. So that's exactly what I did. I threw myself into my kids, uh, you know, at the expense of my marriage, pretty much. I became helicopter mummy to these two little autism spectrum people and uh, my weight was increasing because I wasn't happy within myself but I'd also never really had a proper relationship with food so you know that had to go out the window because I had to look after these two people that were growing up and couldn't look Mm -hmm. after themselves yes taking up all your time Yeah. yeah so you know here I was I think there's a a book out there you know fat sick and nearly dead well that was me And I had these two little people, you know, who were then at the ages of 12 and 14, and I'm diagnosed with cancer. So it was stage four. It had gotten into my lymph nodes, and the doctors said, if you don't do something, you won't be here in 12 months. So I had to have that talk with my two little people. And, you know, at the best of time, kids can't grasp that mummy's sick. Mm-hmm. At the worst of times, it's when they've got forms of autism and you're looking at them and they're blank and they don't understand what you're saying. You do and you've got tears streaming down your face and they're just like looking at you like, what are you mm-hmm. crying about? What are you talking about? You know. They don't understand. So yeah. They don't understand. No, so I did have surgery <clears throat> and, uh, and so I get a bit of a throg in my throat in the mornings and that left me with other health conditions. So with my weight going up and down so um, so severely, my heart had been damaged. So I was really um, having to look after my heart health. I'd been left with lymphedema. I'd been left with hypoxia. 
from the surgery and the hypoxia triggered a couple of heart attacks. So here I am. (laughs) My kids are a little bit older. You know, I've had a couple of heart attacks, been in the ER in the middle of the night. They're still in bed. They've got no idea what's going on. And, you know, it's only actually been recently that I said, listen, a few years ago, while you're in bed, I was in the hospital because I'd had a heart attack, but I'm okay, you know. And they're pretty nonchalant about it. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, you'll never leave us, mum. You haven't drank <laughs> anything. So, you know, you can beat a heart attack, no problem. It just shows some of their naivety that they yes. don't know what's been going on in the background and and how hard I've had to fight to still be with them. So, you know, all of this journey's put me into um, learning about the body a lot more than I did. So I did have a gym. I did lose a lot of weight. I was a hardcore, you know, weightlifter. And uh, that all had to go by the wayside many, many years ago. So now I work in functional health. And I teach people the things that I've learned, the things that I've thrown myself into studying for my own answers. And that is, you know, that health is like an onion. You peel away one layer and there's another layer. And you peel that away and there's another layer. You're never going to be at the point where you can stop looking after yourself because there's always going to be some things. And if I look back now at my cancer diagnosis, I can see there was a lot of things I didn't even know were there. You know, multiple autoimmune conditions, um, multiple limbic conditions. So things like the way I felt about myself, the way I had a relationship with food, the way I had a relationship with others, you know, all of that was there in the background. So here I am today, healthy, here to talk to you and hopefully share some wisdom. And you lost 150 pounds. That's a person. Um, How did you do that? So at first it was with hardcore working out and, you know, lots of strict eating regimes and things like that. But later on it became about more about my mind and it became about my relationship with myself. And I've said this on my podcast a million times, I had no relationship with myself. You know, growing up I was my brother's keeper and then I became you know the race car driver and then I became the wife and then I became the mother and you know when all of that started getting stripped away and I was just left with me and the kids I went hang on I can't just be the mother who am I Mm -hmm. so you know I think a lot of women feel that way I don't think you're the only one yeah you go into a room and someone says so who are you I would never say, well, I'm Magic Barclay and, you know, I'm someone that loves myself. I would say, oh, my name's Magic and I'm mum of two boys. Yes. Well, I think or a lot I'm of this, women, it's I'm so that. funny because when I had my kids, it, I became like Luke's mom, Alana's mom. Like it was funny because you kind of lost, not, I wouldn't say you lose your identity, but it's a different identity. You are someone else now because that's how people see you. You're somebody's mom right? You're not just you. Exactly. But I'd never had that identity. And that was half the problem. Mm -hmm. And that was why I was turning to alcohol. And that was why I was punishing myself with not eating. And then later punishing myself with overeating, because I didn't have that sense of identity. And that's something I really had to get back. And certainly when I got sick, that dawned on me and I went, 
you know, what are they going to put on my grave? Drake and Ari's mum. Wow. That sums it down to one line for a whole life. That's not good enough. Yeah. You know, and, and actually one of the coaches that I was talking to, a very dear friend, said to me, all right, what do you want on your, your headstone? And I said, well, I want to say a lover of life, a lover of animals, passionate about the earth, you know, about organic gardening, about giving everything to her family. You need a pretty big headstone. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I didn't want it down to mother of Drake and Ari. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I went, I actually don't know who I am. And that was part of my journey, learning who I was. And you said, you know, I lost basically another person. I did. I lost all that shell, which was everyone else's input of what I should be, what it should look like on my headstone. And I finally stripped it down to me. That's tremendous. So what led you to do what you're doing now? And tell us exactly what you do. Okay, so I do a number of things still. So I run my podcast because I'm You don't ever always, just do one thing. <laughs> I never do just one. That's boring doing one thing. No. I, I, I hear you. I know. <laughs> so I run my podcast because I'm forever learning and forever asking questions. And I think, you know, when you're in charge of your own health, you have to ask questions. So I do the podcast so I can find different answers for people and get it out there. And I also run my company, Holistic Natural Health Australia. And so with that, I combine uh, with another couple of practitioners, I combine a whole lot of different practices based on functional medicine practices, but we also use coaching. We also use counselling. And basically we deliver a comprehensive way of health, which is natural, which comes from the earth, We do use some supplements, but we're very careful what supplements we use and we use essential oils. So we actually blend our own range of essential oils. So this is a bit of a sideline to the company. And we have 25 functional health blended essential oils. So they're blended to specific recipes. We sell those worldwide. Um, We've just come back from the Off-Grid Living Festival in Australia. So we had all of our oils out there. Um, in the rain, in the mud, in the sludge, <laughs> but talking to thousands of people about how you can heal your body quite naturally. Tell us what some pharma. of the oils do. What do they? What do some of the oils do? Look, we have everything from a snoring be gone spray, which you spray on your big toe, and believe me, that one works. And it makes you stop snoring. I'm going to get that from my husband. It does. does. (laughs) I usually just nudge him in the middle of the night and that works. (laughs) Funny story about my snoring be gone spray. I had a lady invest in the oil side of the business to help me get it up and running. And she's a very dear friend. And she called me like a month into using it. And she goes, my housemate's complaining. And I went, why? Because he can't sleep. And I said, but you stop snoring, right? And she said, yes, that's why he can't sleep. He got so used to me snoring, <laughs> but now I'm not. He can't sleep. That's really funny. It's that's really hysterical. cool. So, yeah, everything from a snoring begone spray to uh, we have a hot flash spray. You know, we have mold begone, which you can diffuse or ingest or put on topically if you're in a moldy situation in your home. 
Uh, we have, you know, things for estrogen excess, estrogen lack. We have lots of different things. So 25 different blends. And so, you know, that's another way that we can help our, our clients and help our community by saying, listen, this is non-toxic and this is going to help you. And, you know, we're actually going to be able to look at essential oils that essentially come from the earth. So rather than a factory, yes, they're mass distilled and bottled and everything, but they're not synthetic. Mm-hmm. And we use doTERRA oils as our base. So we know that we're using good quality oils. So we can say to people, you know, they're, they're therapeutic oils. They're not what you're going to get at the dollar store. That's that's not essential oils. Uh, we are using true essential oils. So and they look, go through your skin? They're transdermal? They yeah, yeah, yeah. So they mm-hmm. go through your skin so you can use them topically. Some can be ingested safely. Uh, some can be diffused. And so we give advice on, you know, what the best method of delivery for each oil is. And are you seeing people getting results from these oils? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And we use them as well. So... Um, you know, I had, <laughs> excuse me, I had obviously hot flashes at the start of menopause. And uh, I think I've got one of my prototypes here. I do. And so I made the hot flash relief and I would spray one spray on myself and hot flash would stop instantly. And uh, so then I started producing it and, you know, bottling it and labeling it. And I can say to people, I tried this on myself first and it works. And it worked. That's the, the best, you know, that's the best if you can if yeah. you try it and it works for yourself. Do you have one that makes you taller or skinnier? I no, get that no, I'm still trying to work on that because I need both of those. <laughs> that would be nice. If you invent that, you'll be a bazillionaire. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So it sounds like you're really doing some good things and you're in a much better place in your life. And how are your boys doing today? My boys are doing great. So they're now 21 and the other one's turning 24 next month. And they're doing great. You know, they're they're not in the workforce, but they do things at home. So I work, you know, pretty much around the clock. So they take care of the house and I've taught them how to cook and how to do things around the house. And one's driving, so he drives them both to get the shopping and you know that's some stuff that when they were little I thought would never happen and you know they're they're out in the world living their best life and I couldn't be happier for them that's great and it's nice that they have each other I think that really is help we have uh someone on the spectrum in our family and it's it's a different world for them you know and and we really want to try to get across that different doesn't mean less and let people know that they should be a little bit more compassionate and understanding of people who are different because so many people are just so cruel sometimes if someone doesn't fit into the mold and I see that happening and it just, it's very upsetting. You know, we don't have understanding and compassion sometimes in this world. And it's just, it really makes me as a mom, as a human being feel like we need to change some things. We need to understand a little bit better. Totally. Look, I've always been, you know, the A-grade helicopter mum. If you put my boys down, Mama Bear will come out. Yeah. (laughs) Don't even go there because these are the two most amazing human beings I've ever met. And I've met people around the world. 
right? Yes. And these two guys, I know I sound really biased and I probably am. Of course. They're amazing. <laughs> I know, right? For they're my kids. babies. <laughs> but they are amazing human beings. And if people just look at the labels attached to them of Asperger's and autism, well, then they're just going to see that. They're going to miss all the good stuff. You know, yes. the fact that they're so passionate about the things that they're passionate about. And they're so passionate about my health. My biggest cheer squad is my two sons. Oh, and, you know, nice. I wouldn't be where I am today. In fact, I, I wouldn't be anywhere today if it wasn't for them. Because when times got the hardest, they were able to shut out the noise of the world that most neurotypicals take in. And they went, what is important? Mummy living is important. Let's do that. Wow. So, you know, if it was left to me at the time, I would have still been running around like a chicken without a head mm-hmm. and going, oh, oh, my God, I've got great, you know, stage four cancer. and uh. But they just went, what do we have to do now? Let's do this step by step. Let's focus on you being here. Yes. So, and your cancer's you know, in remission now? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I keep a very strict eye on it on all my markers, but I'm still in remission and my heart's doing well now and everything's great except for the lymphedema. I'm working on that. But uh, yes. Yeah. Well, hey, you're here. You're here. I'm here and I'm yes. happy and I'm healthy and I have a great family and, you know, we grow our food and we have a couple of cats kicking around the house and That's yeah, great. life's good. That's great. Now, if someone were interested in your coaching or your essential oils, where can they find you? So everything's on our website, which is www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. So don't forget we're an Australian-based company. The AU is super important and holistic is spelt with a W because we use holism to treat the body rather than reductionism. Okay, so spell it for me. So it's W H O L. I-S-T-I-C. Okay. Naturalhealth.com.au. I love it. That is great. What a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me, Magic Barkley. Very interesting life. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Thanks so much. And thank you for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Please like, subscribe, and give me a review. That really helps me. So I appreciate that. And don't forget to share this podcast with others. Uh, We do a new one each week. Talk to some really interesting guests. Try to help you to learn more and live better. So hope you'll join me again next time. Until then, keep living well.